everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Ever After podcast. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I'm so excited that you're here today. So many cool things going on um, right in the middle of, you know, prepping for book launch. You know, I I was telling someone the other day, you know, soon you're going to be, you know, in just a couple weeks, you're going to be able to go into a bookstore and buy my book. And the fact that that is an option is just amazing to me. And uh, so I'm very excited about that. Um, Super excited about that. I wanted to give you a heads up. I'm not ready to tell you the name yet, but the name of this podcast is changing. The link won't change or the, you know, any, nothing will change if you have everything set up to come automatically into, you know, your iTunes or your, your feed, whatever your app you're listening on. You'll be fine. Everything will be the same, but I am changing the name. And this was something that came out of, you know, really my future self just spoke to me and said, you know, the the podcast name needs to change. Um, and, you know, I waited for the answer and it came. And so I'm super excited to share it with you all. Cannot wait to share it. Very excited. Lots of cool things happening. So I'm going to change the name of the podcast. And it just, it feels right. I'm super excited about it. I'm just working on the artwork and getting that all loaded up. And by the time this episode comes out, it very well, very well may have changed. But just in case I didn't want to give the new name away yet, um, I, I feel like Phoebe today. I have like a deeper voice than normal. I had to cold or allergies. I don't know. Something is running through my body, which is, you know, I have learned isn't always about, you know, yeah, I didn't feel good. I was sick. You know, some people are like, you gotta, you know, take a break. And I'm like, it's not really, you know, I don't let myself get run down anymore. So I know that. And it was really interesting, you know, when it finally, it felt like I've been fighting this thing for a while. Like there's like something, you know, stuck in my head, sinuses that just, you know, I would, feel like something was coming on and I would take some extra time off, you know, spend some, you know, just some extra time resting and it'd get better. And finally, it's like the dam broke last week and, you know, just, it just came on, but now it's like flowing through. And I feel like that sort of happened in my business a little bit as well. And I do think that sometimes our physical stuff doesn't always have to be tied to, you know, oh, I got sick because I didn't take care of myself. I did this or that. I think sometimes we just process stuff and, you know, like sinus stuff definitely is in your head. And there's been some things that are sort of where trying to shift and move just as I grow normal stuff, but, you know, it just couldn't get it dislodged almost and it dislodged. And, and I think the you know, part of that gets tied up in when stuff is stuck, like gets tied up in the sinus stuff. And so I told, if you listen to my other podcast, I told Ginny the other day, I said, you know, I'm just excited that it's like moving through. Like, I don't even care that I didn't feel good today or that, you know, now I don't care that I sound, you know, like Phoebe on that episode of Friends where she has that really deep voice, her sexy voice. Um, because it's all moving through. It's all part of the process. And there's something magical that happens when you just learn to not, I don't know, get upset or get wound up about certain things, but you really start to see 
certain stuff is just part of the process, right? It's nothing I have to fix. It's nothing I have to get concerned about. Because there was a time in my life where when I learned, you know, I used to get sinus infections all the time. And what I really figured out as I started to get over them and and then I would have bouts where they would come back is that it was really connected to how good I I was being to myself. And by that, I mean how much I was loving myself. If I was letting someone walk all over me, like the, um, I would get a sinus infection. You know, if I was, you know, not really holding, you know, good boundaries or not, not taking care of myself in a way that, um, I don't mean necessarily physically, but emotionally and spiritually, I would get sinus infections. And when I realized that I became very super aware, um, that, that was happening and, and how to fix it and, and just paid attention, right? It made me pay attention to when I did get one, it was like, oh, okay, what happened? Where were you not good to yourself? Where, where did you not honor yourself? And as time has gone on, you know, a couple of years ago, I can remember like getting a sinus infection and I kind of, I didn't freak out, but I was like, oh, what, like what, you know, what's going on? What did I do? How come I'm not, you know, where did I set a boundary? And what I realized is like, that was a point in time. And yeah, in the past, I was getting sinus infections for that. But, you know, now it was just, you know, part of life because it wasn't happening all the time. And I didn't really have to get all worked up about it. You know, but sometimes we just have to update those things and our thinking and the way that we look at things. And some things are just, that's what happens. And it's, it's really okay. And it's really just part of the process. So and just that's an invitation, <laughs> maybe more than you wanted to hear about me and my sinus infection, but it's an invitation to just step back and know that sometimes what's going on changes and shifts and you don't have to get as worked up about it. You don't have to stress about it. You know, maybe it was something like sinus infections highlighted for me in the past when I needed to pay more attention in certain areas. And now it doesn't happen that often and it's just all part of the process. And in this case, I think it was tied into some things I was moving around in my business and some things I was figuring out in terms of going bigger and when I figured all that out, everything just sort of let loose and everything is just running through and that's okay. Like that's the way our bodies are meant to work, right? And it's the way the process is meant. To, like sometimes things just get stuck and then they got to get flushed out. And so um, talking about that a little bit more than I anticipated today, but uh, thanks for hanging in there. I know that you're listening because you want to welcome more money into your life without that struggle um, so that you can build a business quicker and easier. And today what we're going to talk about is how to become the person who has money. Um, that's super important. If you've read Manifest 10,000, thank you. If you have pre-ordered it, thank you. If you have not, please go to Amazon or Books A Million or Powell's or Barnes & Noble, Target even, and pre-order Manifest 10,000 right now. If you love the show, I would just love if you pre-ordered the book and it'll it'll be here soon. I've heard Amazon start shipping out as early as a month and it's when I'm recording this, it is less than a month until the book comes out. When you're listening to this, it's probably still a couple weeks till it comes out. So if you go order from Amazon, you will probably get it in the next couple days because they are going to start shipping out soon if they haven't already. Um, you know, or mark your books, mark your, mark your books, sir. Mark your calendar for May 16th so that you can go buy the book when it comes out and we can hit bestseller and do all that fun stuff. Um, because it's, it's just fun. It's fun to have everybody buy on the same day. It's fun to have all the pre-orders. I 100% appreciate 
every single one of you that has pre-ordered. Thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited to talk about our topic today. So I'm going to maybe stop talking about other things, but I do want to just give you another heads up is that we are going to change the format of the show a little bit too. So there's going to be a couple more episodes like this. And then what I'm excited about is getting to share with you all stories about people growing their business and manifesting more money. And so we'll talk more about that, give you a little more heads up on the next episode, but I'm going to shift gears a little bit and really, because I believe, and we'll talk about this in the next episode as well, next couple episodes, how important belief amping is. And I don't know if that's a term someone else uses, but I made it up for myself that, and it's really like, how do you amp up your beliefs so that your brain believes you can welcome more money into your life? And, um, And one of the ways, and I think the main way, is really to seek out stories of people who've done it. And so I'm excited to share with you lots of stories of people who have manifested money, lots of money, because I believe that, you know, takes over in your brain and creates beliefs that it's possible for you. So I'm excited about that. All right. So again, please uh, go grab Manifest 10,000 at your favorite bookstore or mark your calendar for May 16th uh, to pick that up on Amazon. Today we are going to talk about last, well, let's talk about what we talked about last episode. Talk about what we talked about. (laughs) Last episode, we talked about creating your new money persona and how important it is to create that really after you've been focused on money and you've been doing some other things and, you know, really amping up the fun with money and going through the other phases, it's important to not, you know, try and change your money persona or decide on a money persona when you first start this process of welcoming more money into your life, right? So you do it about midway through. And once you've identified your money persona, you know, we talked about getting in touch with your money persona, like it's a character on a TV show. What are the characteristics, the thoughts, the beliefs, all of that? What are the experiences? So you've identified that money persona. The next step, which is uh, phase seven in the Manifest 10,000 process, the next step is integrating your money persona into your life. Uh, And then today we're also going to talk about stepping into the experience. So when you integrate your money persona into your life, this is important. So it's easy to kind of decide who your money persona is and to practice those thoughts and beliefs, but all that really happens, a lot of it inside your mind, which is super important. It happens in your brain. That's, it's awesome and it's, it's necessary, right? But what you want to start doing, in, and this is part of integrating your money persona, is changing your physical reality to show, to signal to your brain that there is a change right? There is a change in your reality. If everything stays the same, your brain doesn't totally see that. So you're changing the things inside your brain. You're tapping into the beliefs, you know, that your money persona would have. You're practicing those beliefs. You're practicing those thoughts. You're really putting yourself in that place. But one of the keys is really shifting your physical reality uh, because that's a shortcut to becoming your new money persona, right? Um, And it gives your brain clues that you're creating something new. So we've talked about before, your brain creates your current reality based on past memories, right? So it tries to recreate the same thing. If you change things in your physical reality so you're not seeing the same things, that sends a signal to your brain that says, okay, our reality is changing. And that supports taking hold of those no, you know, the things that are, um, 
things about your money persona, like your money beliefs and your money thoughts and all of that, you're signaling the outside change as well as the inside change, which is a big signal that things are different. We are creating a different reality. And it clues your brain in, like, let's look for more new things. And at this place, you know, if you don't go through all the phases for people who just kind of start to do this and they start to change into their money persona and they start to change all these things, they can experience resistance if you haven't gone through all the phases because we haven't built up to this. But where you are, if you've been following along with the phases, you've been giving the time, you've been building all this in, you won't experience as much resistance as some people who just try and jump in here. Right. So we've talked about in the beginning how this is a process and tapping into that fun with money and just tapping into getting yourself to see things differently. All that is laying the groundwork for this really, you know, creating your money persona, stepping into the experience and then getting to know your money persona even more. So the thing is, and I get a lot of people get resistance and this is where a lot of people get stuck too. I get this, you know, question similar to this a lot. you don't have to have a lot of money to tap into the experiences of your money persona, right? Automatically, a lot of people, especially if they haven't gone through all the other phases, they're like, well, how do I act like I have money? How do I be a person with money if I don't have money? Well, there are lots of ways to practice. And again, give some changes in your physical reality to, you know, support and signify and, and just really support the thoughts and beliefs that you're changing to be in alignment with your money persona, right? Again, more signals that things are changing. Uh, We're creating new. So for example, if your money persona doesn't live where you live, they live in a different neighborhood, you can drive to that neighborhood and you can park your car and you can walk around the block, right? Go for a walk as if you were walking around that neighborhood, if that's something you do. Or you could go to a coffee shop in that neighborhood and just have a cup of coffee. That doesn't cost any more or, you know, maybe you don't normally go to a coffee shop, but, you know, you can do it for this experience. It costs a couple bucks, maybe five at the most, you know, maybe seven or ten if you, you know, get something to eat. But it gives you that experience of being in that vibration, that energy, just that feeling of that neighborhood. Because, you know, you can go to a lot of different neighborhoods and, Um, especially in Denver, you know, every coffee shop in every neighborhood feels different and you feel like you're in that neighborhood. It's also, you know, you're walking around in that neighborhood, just tapping into that experience. So you can park your car and you can walk for free. Yeah, it might take you a little extra time. So even if you have to drive across town, you know, you can do that. You can invest that half an hour in that experience, right? Um, But you can walk around. That's free. That's a free way to tap into the experience of your money persona. It doesn't have to cost anything. You can, you know, like we said, going to the coffee shop costs a couple bucks. One of the things I hear all the time is that people would shop at, you know, more expensive, more um, organic type grocery stores if they, when they have more money, that's a thing on a lot of people's list. It's like when I have a lot of money, I'm going to shop here. So you can still go to that store maybe once a month and you can give yourself, you know, like a $20 budget and you can go in and just pick up a couple things and you can be in the experience. That's a really good investment, you know, 20 bucks to have the experience of what it's like to walk into the store and to, you know, go grab a couple things and not think about how much they cost, you know, but pick up some stuff and act as if you're shopping all the time there. You can do that once a month and get 
And it just puts you in that energy and that vibration and that feeling of that experience. That's how you integrate your money persona. So that's how you support these new thoughts and beliefs because you're having different experiences. So your brain is like, oh, okay, this is new. And we have some new beliefs. Okay, let's let's take these on instead of resist them. So you can go shopping again, 20 bucks. You know, maybe that's, you know, five or $10 more than you would spend on the same things at another store but you're investing in that experience. You're investing in integrating your money persona into your life. So let's say that your money persona goes to very nice, fancy dinners, right? This is my favorites. Just go to the bar at that restaurant at happy hour. And it might cost you as much as or more than like a dinner, you know, out somewhere else that at your normal type of restaurant, it's worth the investment in the experience because you're getting to go in, you're getting to know how the wait staff is a little higher caliber. And I can tell you, like I love, I love everywhere I go and I respect all servers. I was a server for, I guess maybe just a year, but I loved that job and I respect how hard it is because there are moments you work really, really hard as a server and you've got to be able to juggle a lot of things. Um, but I will say, like, having gone to nicer restaurants, and part of it isn't even that the servers are better at nicer restaurants, it's that they don't have to serve as many people. So maybe they only have two tables instead of five or six or four, you know? And so the level of service is different. So you get to know that level of service. Um, and you can just go sit at the bar at happy hour and really be, again, in that energy, soak up what it feels like, integrate that into your money persona integrate, you know, your money persona into your life by experiencing that and tapping into those experiences. Uh, if your new money persona has better clothes, put your best clothes up front where you see them all the time. And this can tie into the thing we were just talking about with fancy dinners is that, you know, sometimes you put like your fancy clothes at the back of your closet because you don't wear them a lot. So if you want to be someone who wears those clothes a lot, if your money persona goes out to nicer dinners or cocktail hours or whatever, put those clothes at the front so you see them all the time, right? Be the person, tap into your money persona in that way and that experience by putting them there so that you can see them as if you're using them every day, right? You can just do get your closet like that. You can clean out your closet so that it doesn't have stuff that you wouldn't wear. Most people have lots of stuff. You know, this is a big deal for me. It was like, get everything out of there that wasn't, you know, my future self. I do this all the time. Uh, now, you know, for a long time, I just had it shoved with just crap. And But, you know, when I realized my future self didn't have stuff she didn't love, I just started purging like crazy. Uh, you can start researching that trip. If your future, if your money persona travels a lot and goes to awesome places, just hop on the computer and search as if you have that $2,000, $5,000, or $10,000 in your bank account. And just invest half hour, an hour in researching, you know, looking at flights, looking, doing all this stuff, because that's what you would do if you had the money and you were ready to go on that trip. So just, you don't even have to think like, oh, I can't afford it, but really tap into that experience of searching. What does it feel like to search for that ticket and be like, okay, that's cool. It's 1500 this week. I'm going to see what it is next week. You know, pay attention. So you know, you know, when you're going someplace, generally you know how much it's going to cost. And so that even if you, you know, so that if you 
don't buy the ticket right away, you know, oh, like when you hop on and it's $1,200 instead of $15, you're like, oh, I'm going to buy the ticket now because it's cheaper than it normally is. And you probably will still do that. Maybe not all of your money personas will do that. Mine does. My money persona still loves a deal. Um, I just sent back, I reordered some stuff, some pants, which I love. They're like uh, gold and silver sparkly pants, and I love them. But I had to get a smaller size, and so which is fine because I got them on sale, but then I needed a smaller size, and they were off sale. And I was like, oh, man, so I ordered them anyway. But then they went back on sale, which was even cheaper than the original price. I just reordered them and sent back the ones that I didn't need. You know, I still like to save money and get the best deal, and, you know, that felt good. It didn't feel cheap. It felt good. And so, you know, you're probably still going to look, you know, if it's normally $1,500 to fly somewhere and that you want to travel, you're going to take advantage when it's 1200 because we, you know, you probably still love a deal. Most people still love, you know, to get the best investment, the best bang for their buck. So start planning that trip. Um, and like I said first, like, or a little bit ago, you can, you know, visualize, but really changing the experience is what your outer experience and looking at things differently, you know, going to different restaurants that are a little bit better. That's really what starts to change because you're changing your physical reality. So it matches what's going on inside your head and it matches your money persona. Um, you get to know what it feels like. Like I said, walking into that restaurant, you know what it feels like. Right. And you know what it feels like to go into that store that you always want to go grocery shopping at instead of driving by it and going, oh, I can't do that. Right. You know what it feels like to walk in and do and be a shopper there. Right. The next part that you want to do is you want to really step into the experience. And if you've been around for a while, you've probably heard me talk about scripting. And that's what we're talking about here. And scripting is basically just writing it out as if it's already happened. And so you want to really step into this experience of more than enough. That's what we're wanting to tap into. And so you just pick up your pen and paper five minutes a day and just write, you know, I love all the money coming into my life. It's so much fun. Write it as if it's already happened, right? There's already abundance everywhere. Um, and you just keep doing that because that gives you the opportunity to, so we've talked, so your money persona, we've identified your money persona. This is how she thinks. This is how she believes. These are the experiences, right? Then you shift your reality and you integrate your money persona into your life so that your outer reality, it reflects what's going on inside and then take it to the next level with scripting and really stepping into that experience. You're stepping into experience on a deeper level. You're getting to experience it in your mind, what it feels like to have more than enough, what it feels like to be in the space where you're so grateful for all the money instead of worrying that there isn't money. See how those two things are different? The more money and art, the more opportunity that you give yourself to step into the experience, both making these physical changes in your reality, but scripting and stepping into the experience, the more you get to feel what it feels like to have more enough. You get to practice. And as I said in the beginning, you know, your brain creates memories based on based or creates your current reality based on past memories. And what you're doing is you're just creating some new memories 
that your brain can pull from that says, oh, we have more than enough. There's always enough money. Money's always flowing in. This feels good. So you're giving your brain not just the new thoughts that you want to think, but the experience of having more than enough, you know, changing your physical reality. And you're really creating the pathways in your brain for that having more than enough. And you're training your brain to look to to really see because you're giving yourself the experience of having more than enough when you're scripting. So then your brain is going to start looking in your current reality for where you have more than enough. Um, and I mentioned this too, but it's when you are scripting, you're solely focused on what you want, which creates momentum. So you're solely in the place of, I have so much money in my life. Money's flowing in. I, there's money everywhere. It feels so good to have money, which means you're not putting any energy on what you don't have. And your new money persona has all the money that they need, right? You're a person, you're ideally, hopefully your money persona is a person who attracts everything they need, has more than enough abundance, thinks that money is, you know, flows easily, believes that they're worthy of all this money. And so when you practice that experience in scripting, just like I have so much money, it's so great. Money is always coming in. I'm so grateful for all the money in my life. Money's always flowing. You know, five minutes a day of that is amazing. And again, you're tapping into that experience of more than enough. And that's really how you step into that experience. You know, at piggybacks, we talked about the physical reality of integrating your money persona. That doesn't have to take a lot of money. It can be as inexpensive as going to a different neighborhood and taking a walk. Scripting you don't have to have any money either to practice what it feels like to have more than enough. And so you really want to step into that experience and really be in that place where you're just, you know, for five minutes, so good. And you can do this now. You know, it works really well. Hopefully you've been doing all the phases with me all along, um, you know, going step by step every week and and going through the process, you can, you know, you can start scripting when you hear this. It's, it works better when you've had all that momentum build up and all that energy because it's a little bit easier to tap into that more than enough place. But you can absolutely do it now. And again, you're just giving yourself the gift of practicing and having the experience of more than enough of, you know, living that life your money persona is living. So it's just another way to be in that experience. And it's really important because you just keep stepping into that experience of more than enough. And when you get to, you realize, you know, and you can tap into that feeling of more than enough, more and more and more and more just comes to you. And, and again, the magic really, there's so much magic in scripting and stepping into the, you know, stepping into the experience, right? Because that's what you have to, you have to create a different experience and you have to be able to practice that experience in order to create it. And scripting gives you that opportunity to just be in that place where you get to be so abundant and uh, it's just so great. And it, and again, it focuses on being in the place you want to be instead of where you don't want to be. And so it really creates that awesome, juicy momentum. So those are the next two, the last two phases of the process. We're going to talk, uh, next show on kind of how to put everything together and and all the other things that you should do that don't really fit into a step-by-step but that you want to do all the time when you're manifesting money and this process isn't just a one-time thing and that's actually what I love about it I'm a client and I just I adore her and she's you know stayed with me she worked with me for a year and and but she you know she'll always go back and she's like 
the stuff I learned, like doing Manifest 10K, it's in my brain. And I love that. And that is how this works. You just keep building on it and you keep, you know, you do it in the phase, but you just keep going back to it. And when, you know, something comes up and you're like, oh, does my money persona, persona believe that? And you're like, no. And it becomes really easy to shift and change that. And so this stuff, when you do the process, it sticks, you know? And again, if you want a guide, just go to manifest10k.com and and join and get the step-by-step -step guide, right? Which is even, you know, it's great to have this, but it's also great to have daily to tell you what to do because this stuff sticks, it stays around and it creates lasting, you know, and it's what you want to keep pulling from in order to increase and more and more and more your money mindset. I was, uh, talking to a woman today. It was so great. She shared with me, you know, she's like, this book is amazing. Like I want to be the person with money, which is actually where I got the title of this episode. She's like, that's, that's who I need to step into. And she, you know, she shared with me, she recommends my book all the time and that she's never recommended a book so many times. And I just love that. And I, I'm hearing that more and more, you know, as interviewed a couple weeks ago, and uh, by a guy and he's and I sent him a copy of the book and he's like I've been recommending it and bragging about it to all of my friends and I just I love that and the reason that I'm sharing that right now is because you know we're kind of coming to the end of this process we're starting something new and fun after we finish the manifest 10,000 process but the reason that I get to have those experiences where someone's like I recommend your book to everyone and I and I I've never done that before is because I laid the foundation that I'm teaching you in the Manifest 10,000 process. All of this is the foundation for who and where I am today. So I just, you know, do the process, stick with it, get the book, go to, you know, Amazon, get Manifest 10,000, join Manifest 10K if that feels good, get support, you know, listen to the podcast. I love when I hear from you guys that you listen to shows over and over again. So glad I can be with you so much of the time. But um, just keep doing those things because this stuff that I'm teaching really is a huge, like it changed my life. I was going to say it's a huge part. There's different layers of what things changed and some things I had to do first before I could do this work. But, you know, it, it changed my life in so many ways. And again, it's the foundation for the life I get to live today. So um, enjoy it. I'm going to leave you with this mantra for this week. I experience abundance. I experience abundance is your mantra this week. Practice it as it feels good. Say it as often as possible. And I will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.